Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a bonus episode, Peddling Fiction, because I cannot let this go. You know, I'm, I'm, I just wrapped up with Mandel, and we were talking about um, Ocasio Cortez's seventy percent income tax marginal rate, and I just, I, I'm a little fired up. You know, he, I know he didn't want to get into a lot of the moral or ethical issues of taxation or just taxation in general. He kind of wanted to discuss the, you know, the economic effects or the feasibility or how you fund a government based off of taxation and what the rate should be. And I just, I, I get really fired up about these things. Here's, here's the thing. Uh, we always let them, as libertarians, we're always letting statists frame the debate. And I just, I can't, I can't not address all of these issues. I, I just, there, there's so much I want to go over, and this is probably going to have to take like one or two podcasts for me to get through the, the whole idea of taxation. I, I can just see Mandel's eyes roll back in his head every time I say taxation is theft. And I think, you know, a, state, a bold statement like that does require elaboration. So, you know, we, we, we covered... Yeah, it was a little chaotic. It was a little all over the place. We covered a lot of a lot of tax issues, but Ocasio Cortez wants to institute a seventy percent marginal tax rate, and just like any other tax that that a politician is putting forth, they're never going to they're they're never going to pitch it in a way where it's like, oh yeah, this is a tax that everybody's going to have to pay. It's always a tax on somebody else. Always. There's never been a tax proposed by government where they just, you know, they get in front of a microphone and they say, hey, listen up, everybody. Um, we're going to institute an income tax. It, everybody's going to pay it, even the poorest among you. And it's probably going to be, you know, 10, 15, 20% of your income, blah, 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 blah. That's never how it works. And I touched on this a little bit with Johnny Boy over there, but the I do want to give a history of the income tax as we know it. Most of the lemmings out there don't even really consider why we have an income tax, where it came from, if it's a moral thing. The government has done such a good job of keeping us busy, getting us to fight with each other over transgender bathrooms or LGBTQ whatever rights that they've distracted us from considering their legitimacy in the first place. I mean, think about it. Like, why do we have an income tax? 
who among us enjoys going through an entire year's worth of income, receipts, uh, expenses, bank accounts, yada, 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 a bunch of paperwork, filling out, spending hours and hours and hours of our precious leisure time, because you can't do this at work, going through and tallying up how much money we owe the federal government or how much we should have owed them because they've already taken the money out of our paychecks, how much we should have owed them versus how much they stole from us, and then figuring out how much they owe us as a refund. Or um, as I like to think of it, we just gave them in <laughs> an interest-free loan for a year, which ironically would be a taxable event. But anyways, so, I mean, why the hell, why, how, how in a democratic republic did we end up with an income tax? Well, because, because all you hear about today, um, there's a lot of class warfare. It's the 99% versus the 1%. The government is making all sorts of promises and potential presidents, particularly on the democratic side. I know um, Mandel was trying to say that it's, it comes from the right, too. I, I don't see a lot of that. Maybe I'm missing it. I do originate from the right side, so perhaps I have a blind spot to it. I don't think I do, but it's going to be very interesting slash pathetic to watch the the Democratic primaries and see all these idiots try to one-up each other on how much stuff they're willing to steal on the behalf of the so-called 99%. But the original battle, and I got into this a little bit in the in the last podcast, so bear with me if you listen to that one too. The original battle of the 99% versus the 1% was, let's see, 106 years ago, 1913. And it brought us the income tax as we all know and love today. And I want you to think back to 1913. Pre, well, pre-1913, right? So before 1913, we didn't have any of the shit the federal government does today. There was no income tax, there was no welfare, there was no food stamps, no Medicare, no Medicaid, no Social Security, and we still built one of the largest, uh, most powerful countries the world had ever known. We had the Industrial Revolution without an income tax. Why? Why would the American people approve of an income tax? And think about it. Anybody you know like paying taxes? I know that, that some people voice that they're willing to pay taxes to fund the roads or education or whatever the pet project of the government is of the day. But, I mean, the income tax is fucking miserable. Even if you're not as enlightened enough as I am to realize that taxation is theft, you still do not enjoy the act of paying income taxes. I know you don't, regardless of what you say. So, well, not all of us Obviously, only about um, half the country actually pays the federal income tax. But why on earth would anybody accept an income tax? Why? How did this become a thing? If we didn't have it, right, and the government is the will of the people, why then is the will of the people to be expropriated once a year on April 15th the reason is because when the government pitched the idea of the American people, 99% of the population was not supposed to pay any taxes at all. It was only supposed to be the richest Americans. And that's why I say the original 99% versus the 1% was in 1913. The income tax was actually about a tax cut for the 99%. 
maybe some of you guys are wondering how we funded the government pre-1913 without an income tax. Um, that would be a logical question. Hopefully you're asking yourselves that. Well, before 1913, the main federal tax that people paid, they were tariffs. They were excise tax, tar- taxes on imported goods. So what the politicians said, and you can tell me if this sounds familiar, was, hey, uh, this isn't fair. The poor and the middle class spend most of their money, and they spend it on these imported goods. They're spending a much larger portion of their income on all these tariffs than the rich. And the rich, um, you know, they're not paying their fair share. They're getting a free ride. They earn all this money, but they only spend a really small portion of it on the tariffs. So let's have an income tax that will only affect, you know, the richest among us, the the 1%, and we won't have to subject the poor and the middle class to all these tariffs. We can get rid of taxes for the 99% of Americans. They'll get a tax cut. We'll just tax the rich, and that will pay for all this government. So, you know, the government is going to be free I mean, this is the way, this is the pitch. This is how the pitch goes. The government's going to be free for the majority of people, and we're going to pay for all this stuff that we're doing by asking the richest among us, the multimillionaires, I don't think they even had billionaires back then uh, in nominal terms, uh, the Rockefellers, the Vanderbilts, they were multimillionaires, uh, but they hadn't caused enough inflation yet for them to be billionaires. So we'll ask the Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts to pay a tiny, tiny little little bit, little fraction of all their millions of dollars of income, and the rest of you guys will get a 99%. The 99%, they'll get a tax cut. Any of this sound familiar? You know, this is why it's so important to study history and understand history so you can call bullshit on these fucking thieves when they try to pull one over on you. Anyways, so that that's the way it was pitched to the American people. And that's why we have the income tax today. But if you go back to the original brackets, the original tax brackets and the rates when this whole scheme was first being proposed, the lowest income brackets that the income tax would be applied to, it was only being applied to incomes over $20,000. Now, in today's dollars, that may not mean anything, but don't forget that we've had the Federal Reserve um, debasing our currency for the last uh, since 1913 as well. It was a great year, 1913. We got the federal income tax. We got the Federal Reserve. What a disaster. But anyways, um, if we want to take $20,000 from 1913 and equate it into today's dollars, remember that an ounce of gold in 1913 was $20 an ounce. Today, that ounce of gold is just over $1,300. So we'll, we'll round down $1,300 for an ounce of gold. So the lowest bracket, the poorest people that would be subject to the income tax, allegedly, obviously, were people who were making over $1.3 million in, in, in uh, 2019 dollars. And, and remember, it's only income over that amount. The first $1.3 million in today's dollars that you'd earn was tax-free. You didn't pay shit. And what was the rate that they were supposed to pay? The, the Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts. The income between $20,000 and 50000 in 1913 was, taxed at, was proposed to be taxed at 
percent. One fucking percent. That's it. I mean, if, if you account for inflation, like I said, this only applies to incomes between $1.3 million and $3.25 million in today's dollars. So um, if you earn $1.299 million today, you would pay zero income tax in 1913. Zero. Well, you don't, you'd pay zero today if we had the, the tax rates from 1913. And if you earned $3 million in income today, you would pay 1%. On only the income from 1.3 to the 3 that you earned. So the first 1.3, that's gratis. All right? So how many Americans today earn that kind of money? This isn't even the 1%. To be in the 1% today, I think you have to only make like 350000 a year. This is the 1% of the 1%, if that. And all they had to pay, again, was 1%. The 1% of the 1% only had to pay one fucking percent. I mean, think about that. No wonder it passed, right? No, like, think of think of that sort of tax proposal today, okay? Ocasio-Cortez, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, they get up there on the mic and say, I want to raise income, I want to institute an income tax on incomes over $1.3 million. Well, Obviously, you can count on the support of anybody that's earning less than $1.3 million, and certainly on people that are earning far less than $1.3 million, which is the vast majority of the American people. So it's, it's no wonder that this passed. I mean, I, 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 almost hesitant, I almost hesitate to get into the top bracket. You know, the tippy top? The very, you know, the tippy top that AOC likes to refer to it as? Um, well, to do that, in order to pay the top tax bracket, you had to make over $500,000 in 1913. 500k in 1913, which in today's dollars, I mean, I don't know, that's that's tens of millions of dollars. 30 well, I guess I could do the math, right? Uh 32 yeah, 32.5 million dollars. You want to guess what the tippy top <laughs> with the tippy-top rate on the tens of millions of dollars that people were earning in 1913 was? Take a guess. Because right now, uh, the tippy-tops pay uh, 35%, I think. Oh, I, I don't know what the Trump tax cuts did, actually. I shouldn't say that. Under Obama, I think it was 39.5%. In 1913, the original pitch for the income tax, the tippy-tops maxed out at 6%. 6 fucking percent that's it the vanderbilts the rockefellers the carnegies six percent now of course the american voters being the lemmings that they are they bought this pitch hook line and sinker just like they're doing today yeah let's tax the rich and we won't have to pay any more taxes that's what they're thinking right these tariffs they're brutal you know i have to devote a large portion of my income to paying these taxes if I if we just raise taxes on the rich, then I won't have to do that anymore. See, back then, they weren't even considering um, getting a bunch of handouts from the government. They weren't thinking, oh, well, I'll get free health care, and we'll have Medicare for all, and education, and free college tuition. See, back then, it was practically inconceivable that they could get free handouts from the government. 
They weren't thinking about free healthcare and education and all that crap. They just didn't want to have to pay any tariffs. And who could blame them? Taxation is theft. Well, look what happened. Look what fucking happened. Fast forward to today. Fuck that. You don't even have to go. <laughs> Say fast forward to today. Forget that. Uh, you don't even have to go that far forward uh, because it didn't take the government very long. Once they got that camel's nose under the tent, it didn't take them long to jack those rates sky high. And not just on the 1%. It was on everybody. This is 1913. World War I right around the corner. Guess what happened? Yeah, taxes went up. And not just on the 1%. I mean, think about it. The poorest people among us today who pay taxes, the lowest bracket, whatever it is, um, you know, the middle class, they pay more in federal income tax than was ever envisioned for the richest Americans in the history of the world. Rockefeller was only supposed to pay 6% at most. Poor people, poor people have at least 10% of their earnings stolen from them by the federal government today. Most people pay at least 20%. And by the way, today's taxes, they start on your first fucking dollar. You don't get a $1.3 million buffer. It starts at dollar one, and they, they start that clock. And you know, there are actually discussions. This is hilarious if it wasn't so sad. There were discussions about capping the income tax at 10% back when all this was originally going on, you know, it was originally being proposed. And the reason that they ultimately didn't cap it at 10% was because people were afraid that if they gave the government the opportunity to raise taxes to 10%, they, if they gave them the opportunity to raise it that high, they would do it immediately. <laughs> well, thank God we dodged that landmine, huh? And yes, you have exemptions and deductions, credits, etc. But they, they had all those things back then. And they were much bigger back then. So the rates that I mentioned only applied to income after all of your exemptions and all of your deductions. The lowest bracket today pays about what, 60, 65, 67% more in taxes than the highest bracket did in 1913. Let that sink in for a minute. I know I'm, I'm throwing a lot of statistics and percentages at you guys. I apologize. I told you I got fired up. Um, anytime the, the subject of taxes gets mentioned, I can't let it go. But the lowest bracket today, the poorest people among us, pay 65% more in taxes than the highest bracket was ever supposed to pay when the income tax was initially pitched to the American people. Now, it did get as high as, you know, 91% as progressives, so-called progressives, will constantly remind you, and even Ocasio-Cortez threw that into her pitch. You know, she had, we had the 91% rate in the 50s, and look how good that decade turned out. As if, you know, that the economic prosperity of the 50s and 60s, even if I grant them that that was a very prosperous time, which I, I can get into that as well, it's not... It's not the economic powerhouse decade uh, or 20-year period that they would have you believe. But they try to equate the high marginal tax rate with economic prosperity of the 50s. That's a whole other topic for another podcast. But nobody paid those rates. And I did mention that earlier when I was talking with Mandel. The highest rates today 
applied incomes, I believe, over something like 450000 something like that. Okay, so put that in perspective in 1913 dollars. We'll divide 1300, multiply by 20, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so that means that basically 40% that, yeah, that the 40% tax rate of today would have been applied to incomes of $6,150 in 1913. All right. And I busted out the calculator for that. So I know nobody wants to trust the history major to do their math for them. But try to imagine if the original pitch of the income tax went something like, "Hey, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna impose this tax on everybody, not just the rich, at a minimum of ten percent of your income, starting at your first dollar that you earn, and if your income gets over six thousand one hundred and fifty, we're gonna tax you. We're gonna take forty percent of anything above that. Now you tell me." How many people would have voted for that tax plan? How successful do you think that would have been, right? Hey, everybody's got to pay it starting at your first dollar. And if you make a modest income, 6150 it's probably more than modest. I mean, that's a pretty good income back then. That's probably a couple hundred thousand. I don't have time to do this math. Um, but 20000 was $1.3 million, So it's like, you know, a third of that. You're making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, but anything over a couple hundred thousand, we're taking forty percent. People who would have been totally exempt from these taxes, who could literally have their income triple and still be exempt back then, today they would get hit with the highest possible income tax bracket, and that bracket is more than six times higher than it was back then. 6% was the highest possible rate initially. Remember that. Now it's 40. So, I mean, this whole thing is absolutely ridiculous. And it's just completely spiraled out of control. And it's not just about the rates, which are pretty fucking unbelievable. Think about the actual dollar amounts. It's like, yeah, 400000 today is a good living. Um, certainly more than I'm currently making. Full disclosure, I'm not in the 1%. I hope to be one day. So, share the show. <laughs> but... It's nothing compared to the 1.3 million 1913 equivalent you would have had to earn before you were asked to pay a measly 1%. Now it's 40 times that in that bracket. And they still want more. It's never enough for them. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants to raise it to 70%. Elizabeth Warren, not to be outdone, fuck that, fuck income, truly rich people, they are. They don't earn income anymore. They have wealth. So let's let's tax wealth in perpetuity. Listen, you idiots out there. Whenever you hear some blowhard politician grandstanding or peddling their so-called new ideas about how they're going to give you all this free stuff, some new benefit, and the rich, you know, you're gonna you're gonna reap the, all these new benefits. You're gonna get all this great free stuff, and the rich people they're gonna pay for it. I want you to think back to this brief history I just gave you on the income tax and and think about how much you enjoy paying your income taxes every April. And remember that they always fucking try and sell you this stuff by pretending that it won't apply to you. Um, Of course. Of course they do. It's only going to hurt the rich fat cats who have so much money they won't even notice it. Right? 
don't worry, you'll never have to pay this. You'll just reap all the benefits. They say the same, you know, I've, I've talked about this on other podcasts. It's build a wall. Don't worry. It'll be used to keep Mexicans out. Well, any power that you give the government can just as easily be turned against you. So, yeah, they'll they'll tell you that this won't apply to you. Only it'll only be the rich people. It'll only be on incomes over 10 million, so like you don't have to worry about it cuz you're nowhere near 10 million. Yeah, until they blow through all the money that the rich have and they start ratcheting up the tax rates and ratcheting down the brackets that they apply to. Yeah, before you know it, you with your middle class income or even a lower middle class income will be paying more in taxes than John D. Rockefeller did in 1913. Like I said, it didn't take long for their bullshit lies to be exposed. World War One hit, rates went up. Great Depression, World War Two, uh, well, Great Depression, and uh, FDR's uh, New Deal, rates went up. World War Two, all of a sudden you've got Medicare and Social Security rates go up. By the fifties. The marginal rate that used to be 1% was fucking 91%. 91. They started out at 1%. Hey, don't worry. Just this little teensy little bit of percentage on the tippy top. And by by this revered 1950s decade, it was 91% on the top earners. It's the camel's nose under the tent. Once you give government the power to abuse someone just a little bit, you know, just a tip, he says. Just a tip. And it won't even be you. It'll be that fat cat Paulie over there on Wall Street. I'll just, you know, I'll give him the tip. We'll insert the tip. Just the, the tip. A little bit on him. He won't even feel it. Don't worry. Next thing you know, the government is balls deep in your ass. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up for tonight. Guys, if you want to keep the government out of your ass, you got to keep listening to this show, spreading these ideas so that we can we can start getting a majority of people to see the errors of their ways. All right. And the only way we can do that is if you guys keep coming back, listening, sharing and supporting the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Pedal Fiction or you can check out our website. You can donate from there. PeddlingFictionPodcast.com. You can join our private Facebook group to carry on these conversations and check out some dank memes. And if you can do those things for me, I promise to keep coming back. And until next time, just remember to keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.